This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Welcome back to another episode of Paladin Financial Talk. And Tony, it's you and me today. So we have Tony Shore, our wonderful co-host, and Nikki Foley here. Awesome, Nikki. Tony, I need to talk a little Thanksgiving before we go in right. it's something to look forward to and of course food is it's my my I don't know that spot for me where it makes me happy okay tony what is what is your favorite are we doing savory and what is the savory for you what what choice well it's hard with thanksgiving because i love the thanksgiving meal um, I can't probably pick just one. It's the combination, the combo platter of mashed potatoes, gravy, and turkey for me. Okay. I love that. Oh, and dinner rolls. Yep. And dinner rolls. Homemade, or do we purchase the dinner rolls? Doesn't really matter. Um, usually we buy the frozen Rhodes dough and make the Rhodes rolls. Okay, so, that's kind of a hybrid. It's a hybrid yeah, fresh. It's, it's fresh. We don't buy the pre-made okay. ever for Thanksgiving. All right, switching from savory to sweet. What's your favorite pie? Favorite pie would have to be, uh, my family overall, probably pumpkin, but apple is my personal favorite. Me too. Little apple a la mode is hands down my favorite dessert of all time. Uh, Tony, you know, we've talked about pie before, and I think we have a connection here that the farm community, they're pie people, I think. More than cake, yeah, or other desserts. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. It's true. My wife's family is from rural South Dakota, her mom and dad, and they prefer pie and were big pie people. My grandparents, my grandmother's pie was the best, and she made the best apple pies you've ever tasted. You got it. I mean, they had their own apple tree, so yeah, it was amazing. And uh, I would much prefer pie over cake. In fact, my daughter's birthday's this year. They requested pies instead of cake. So we had three pies with candles stuck in the pies. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. I do think there's a little something about uh, growing up in the farm that yep. uh, that people like their pies. So Yes. Okay, Tony, I had promised that we would bring a part two back for our Medicare conversation. And we have worked hard to get our guest, special guest Judah Day with us. And we have... We have failed. So we're abandoning having Judah here. <laughs> but what we are going to do is we're going to cover some a few more Medicare pieces and we're going to keep this fairly abbreviated sure. and just get to some kind of high level conversation. So sure. with that in mind, let's kick this off. Let's do a quick recap though as part A and Judah did such a nice job two weeks ago sure. um, in that episode of describing what part A, B, and D are. In part A, he, he structured it so that when you walk into a hospital, that's what Part A covers. Right. But if you want the service and you need the doctor, that's where Part B comes in. And that's such a good visual for us to get our hands around. And then yep. Part D is your prescription drugs. Sure. And so those are going to be your main three that you have to, really, you have to get started with and that are almost on autopilot to a certain extent. And then you start to have options outside of that. So again, right. Part A if you are on Social Security already, you are automatically signed up for that and Part B when you're first eligible. If you're not on Social Security, which is the case for many people as they delay taking that, then you receive a packet in the mail and you have to start the sign-up process. So okay. fairly simple on the Part A side of things. 
Part B, this is where it's optional, but it's kind of not. So there is a cost that goes along with it for most people this coming year for 2024. It's $174. It's gone up about $10 or so. And so that could be higher for people with higher income. And so that's something to keep in mind as I'm telling you numbers. That's for us a standard most people, not if you have a higher income. Uh, Again, that one also can be pulled straight from your Social Security benefit or otherwise you set it up just like a bill or on your your check card and so forth. So pretty simple. If you have Part A, you are required to have and buy Part B, but not vice versa. So this can get confusing for people that are tackling this for the first time. So not only are you tackling all the rules that go along with it, but then the coverage is such a key piece. And so as with most things that we say, hire or bring somebody in to consult with you. And there's tons of great Medicare individuals out there that can support you. And I'm really excited that we're going to start this starting January 1. So the Paladin Financial Team will be able to support starting January 1. Yeah, you're bringing in a a Medicare specialist to handle this in your office and help your clients with Medicare because it does get so complicated. And even if you have Medicare uh, A and B and then D for drugs, There are holes in the plans too, aren't there? You got it. And that's exactly the point of having somebody on our team is to address those and find out what what you need and then fill in those gaps as necessary. And so A and B auto renew once you get those set up. But a key thing is you need to get them set up within the period of time that's out there. And we're going to go through enrollment periods towards the end. So I'm not going to talk too much on that. Part D, as we have talked about, is your your pharmaceutical side of things. That's another one where you, if you say, hey, I'm not on any medicine at this point. I don't need Part D. Well, guess what? You need to sign up for Part D. So right. when the time comes, it's it's important that you have that. If not, you'll be penalized. And that's a penalty that goes on indefinitely. So important wow. to take action okay. with that. Okay. So we've covered all the basic ones. Yep. How about with your parents, Tony? Any stories or anything that you want to share that you've run into? If not, I'm going to keep us going and go through the Medicare supplement conversation in more detail and the Medicare Advantage. Well, I think uh, the good news is my mother is very on top of these things. And when they first got to that point in their lives, uh, she was able to really help navigate. But she's a reader and a researcher. And so she really dug in. But she met with specialists. And it is confusing. I remember her struggling with it somewhat, you know, and she's very intelligent, well-educated. She was a CPA, so she's good with numbers and figuring it out. Uh, But I don't think people realize that you can make pretty big mistakes. Even if you think, oh, I'm pretty happy with my Medicare situation, you could probably be in a better situation if you got the right help. And I think, Tony, I, you're, we didn't even tee this up. What you just said there is really what I want to talk about okay. as a part of our conversation today is making sure you make a really good choice the first time yes. because there's a chance that you may not be able to go back and undo that decision. And so we'll, we'll get with that. So the other, you, you see all these letters, it's like alphabet soup when you start talking about the Medicare options and the pieces. So A, B, and D we have covered. Let's lump all the other ones together under the Medigap side of things. So Medigap, Medicare Supplements, and MedSupps, those are all synonymous for each other. And so you hear different terminology. Once you sign up for one of these, they also auto-renew. And so that's a great thing for you if you're somebody that wants to set it and forget it. But I want to talk about 
what are some of the pros and cons of signing up the first time and the decisions you're making that very first time? Yeah, auto renew can be a con when it comes to Medicare because there are always changes and better things are coming along. Could be, absolutely. One thing I want to point out is if anybody brings up Part F and they say they're on Part F, that was kind of the premier plan that was available because of the coverage that it provided. It was a little bit more expensive, but it covered like everything. So today you can't get part F. So if you are having coffee with somebody and they're talking about their Medicare plans their supplement plans, you can't get part F anymore. And I think that's important to point out that since 2020, you haven't been able to get that. And again, it was a comprehensive plan that paid 100%. So if you have part F, that might be something to consider is you don't want to let go of that because it was such a rich plan and it's no longer available. So again, into this story of what are the pros and cons of some of this. Sure. Okay, so let's talk about, again, our topic here is just these Medigap, Medis, Medis, uh, excuse me, Medicare supplement policies. You have an open enrollment period that goes along with those, but you also have this initial period that you're eligible. If you get outside of the initial period, you may be denied coverage. So let's set this up again. You turn 65 and you're the appropriate age and you want to apply for a Medigap or a Medisupplement Medicare supplement policy, you need to do it within those additional, that, that initial six-month period because they do not do any um, health uh, pre-existing conditions. None of that applies in those first six months. You get outside of that and you may be denied. And so uh. critical there. Additionally, and so last night I was actually having dinner with one of um, my good friends. She has been in the supplement industry for a period of time, just been in the financial services industry for quite some time. She was going through, it can be so overwhelming, but don't let it be. Keep this simple as as possible for and be, you know, working with a professional that knows what they're talking about because if, if not, you get outside your boundaries, you get outside your scopes and yeah. it's, you know, you're all over the place. So again, yep. let's go through this. So you have a six month window. You don't have to answer any of the health questions during that time. If you get outside of that window or you leave a, Medi- a Medicare, Medigap policy and come back, you're still able to apply. However, you can be not denied by the carrier. Mm. And so that's where it's important that you make a good decision the first time, if that makes sense. And so you might say, I don't need a lot right now. I am going to skimp. What happens when you get yourself into a situation where you do have a medical situation, you may not be able to get into a plan that's really right for you. So I felt like my conversation with her last night was don't be stingy. You need yeah. to make sure you make a good, solid decision on a plan. The first time around within that six months yeah. of initial eligibility. You got it. Yeah. And that's it, huge. It, it is because, you know, so often you see, well, you can't be denied coverage. When you are reading about meta, any of it, the Medicare or all the supplemental options or advantage, you really have to pay attention to the wording that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so being denied for coverage is not the same as being denied for claims, as an example. And if you're moving fast, those things can be interchangeable if you're not really thinking through it or yes. it's not familiar to you. And so, again, having a professional that's working with you to have those aha moments and point out some of the pros and cons is important along the way. Oh, it's huge. That's a costly mistake that somebody could make. 
Absolutely. And a pre-existing condition is one of the main reasons you could be denied for one of the Medigap plans along the way. So, but I don't want to paint the, the, you know, the blues here. There is still options potentially. So for an example, Tony, one Medigap policy or carrier might say no because you've had a heart attack 10 years ago. Right. But another one might say yes because it was over five years ago. So right. I don't want to to create fear as we're talking about this. It's more so just no. Education is power. So yes, it that's is. A, that's a key one. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at this AARP um, article. I think it was just on their website. And it one of the things that they they do well is they point out pros and cons of anything. And they said that people who have a history of serious illnesses will oftentimes opt for the original Medicare with a Medigap policy attached. So they cause they want the predictability that comes along with the cost. Yeah. They, they want to make sure if they know that they have a medical issue, that they know what they're going to get from their policy. And so it might be a little more expensive, like we've talked about, but it does mean that you know exactly what your costs are going to be on a monthly basis. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And I, I just want to know that I, everything is, I want to get as close to that F plan as possible where I know everything's covered. Exactly. Very yeah. much so. And I think that's another part with having an advocate when you're working with a Medicare professional is you can spin your wheels if you get something that's been denied and if you have an advocate and somebody that really knows the system on your side, they can instantly say, send that back. It needs to, it needs to be covered. It should be covered. And you have somebody fighting for you or with you along, yes, alongside. Yes, that's really good. Yep. So now, switching away from the Medigap and the Medicare supplement side, yep. Medicare Advantage is another option. And everybody may have a different opinion about what they think is better or what has more pros and cons. One of the things, right or wrong, that happens with the Medicare Advantage side of things is there's some hype and some shiny widgets that go along with it. Sure. Because they're provided by private carriers and they want to attract through the preventative side of things and um, offering um, offsets to, say, the gym and things like that and transportation. and and Like perks. You got it. Yes, that's a much better way of saying it, Tony, than what I was saying. And so with that... You kind of have like the shiny, the shiny ball and you're yeah. attracted to it. And the other piece that's attractive about a Medicare Advantage plan is oftentimes you will find that it has the more bells and whistles, but a lower cost. And yes, so the cost is big with Medicare Advantage. That's why so many people now seem to be utilizing Medicare Advantage. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's because it on paper looks more attractive. Right. But back to as you're an aging population, there is a pretty good chance that you're going to run into something that you're going to have a cost associated that's, you know, uh, could be expensive. And so knowing that the plan you choose for the long run is, you know, making that choice out of the gates is uh, a word of advice that I've certainly heard. Right. Because, I mean, the cost, it could be as low as $50 a month. But you're going to have higher out-of-pocket expenses and deductibles. That's right? exactly right. So yeah. it's the unpredictability of are you, am I paying $25 or $50 or, you know, deductibles and so forth. And so you got sure. it. Nailed, the, nailed it there. So one of the things that um, being mindful of is as you're reading articles and as you're seeing things out there, as you're paying close attention to the wording, because it seems from time to time that it can intermix and it can be confusing, 
but you're also thinking about what do I need for the long run? And that's the spirit of make a decision and it's hopefully one that can stick with you through through the times. And so I feel like that's the high level is as you actually get into taking a step back from all the articles and things that you can do research on and having a conversation that with somebody that's been in the business and has some exposure to the terminology that you can get kind of a practical application yep. mindset that goes along with things and some real life of, oh my gosh, this is what the, the true experience has been with clients and other people that they've worked with. Sure. And we're in, if you want to do that, there is an annual period that they give you, right? Yep. Okay. So let's go a little bit through the enrollment period so that we have just some terminology that goes along with sure. that. So when somebody becomes eligible for Medicare, that's an initial enrollment period. And it's that seven-month period. You have a seven-month period that spans three months before you turn 65 the month that you are 65, and then three months after. And so visually, that's pretty easy to understand that it's a seven-month period. And so part A, uh, if you want to, this is where you need to sign up. And if you're not part of Social Security, you actually have to be proactive to do this. Okay, then you have that special enrollment period that we've mentioned on this one in the last show. And it's important to know that if you... Did, this is uh, where we went through this, but like a qualifying event, that would be something that would be characterized of a special enrollment period. So, Tony, you have lost your group coverage. You're eligible for Medicare. You may not be, you'd have time because of the special enrollment period. And so those are the things that are fairly consistent with if you've had group coverage, same type of qualifying event trigger the special sure. enrollment period. But what about the annual election period if you're already on Medicare? Isn't there a certain period where you can make changes if you've already started Medicare? You got it. And so an annual enrollment period is October 15th through the December 7th date. And that's the one usually when you start hearing Medicare ads, you know that that's your period. <laughs> yep. and it's everywhere. It yes. feels like, or at yep. least uh, you once you open your eyes and you know that your Medicare is speaking to you, you start seeing it everywhere. So, so again, that's now through December 7th. You got it. Yeah. Exactly. You also have a period at the beginning of January through first quarter of the year, and it's your general enrollment period. So if you had missed a sign up for Medicare Part B and you're not eligible for that special enrollment period, you would use this general enrollment period to uh, take action. Uh, another thing that might happen there is if you did not like a plan that you had signed up for, that might fit into that category as well. So right. again, does it feel confusing when you're talking about like five different enrollment <laughs> periods or four different <laughs> enrollment periods? What am I supposed to be doing? I think what I want to do is just keep it very simple for our listeners sure. is partner with a professional would be my recommendation. Yes. You want not just the stuff that you can read in, a, in an article or find online. You want to make sure there's some practical application and some common sense and resourcefulness that they have had, that exposure they have had that they can translate onto you. So yes. keeping it simple from that perspective. Right. And I would like to add, Nikki, something that I've learned about Medicare uh, through doing these shows with you and Jeff and just uh, seeing my parents and my mother-in-law go through all of this and talking about health care for seniors, uh, I was just shocked that three of the things that traditional Medicare, parts A and B, do not cover, uh, A, B, and D, do not cover hearing, dental, or vision. Yeah. And those are the three things that I see 
my parents, especially my mother-in-law, is spending so much money on hearing aids, eye appointments. Our eyes start to go worse quicker. We need more eye checkups. You have things like cataracts. So there are uh, vision issues and hearing issues, of course, you know, mm-hmm. and and a dental. And I'm, I wish they were covered by traditional Medicare, but they're not. So that's, again, why somebody out there needs to be working with a specialist uh, like they can do starting in January, uh, because you want to make sure when you sign up for Medicare that you either have that supplemental plan or an Advantage plan that's going to cover that. Absolutely. In fact, that story, um, last night I was talking with, you know, the gal that's been my friend for numerous years, and this is what she has been doing. She uh, made note that one of the things with the Advantage plans, they talk about having the dental and talking about having the vision. And so, of course, you're attracted to it, but dig in to see what it actually is because a $15 coverage is not what you're going to be experiencing. You need to know that it's comprehensive and yes. that might not, even though it seems all shiny and bells yeah. and whistles on the outside, do that research and make sure you understand. Yeah, like how much of the appointment is covered by what you have if you need to hear see a hearing specialist, how much of those hearing aids are covered. And I went through my dad's and we looked and you know, they're very different, those Advantage plans. And, you know, we were looking at the different companies. You know, there's Humana. There's numbers of different companies out there. And uh, UCARE, Humana, we're trying to compare these. And, they, you know, one will give this much toward hearing aids. And hearing aids can cost up to $10,000, $15,000. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can get them as cheap as, like, 1500 or as much as 15000 But there's a huge difference, Absolutely. right? And hearing aids are important to so many people as they get older. And that's a huge cost that they're not ready for. And they assume Medicare will cover it, but it won't. And I think, Tony, your point on that, this is where the practical application comes in. You know, you think about somebody, how often have you heard somebody you or your parents know and they, they're angry because they have spent $5,000 on hearing aids and they still can't hear and they they tune out of the conversations because they can't hear things. Right. And then they shut down and they don't participate. And that's a quality of life. Yes. So. It, it is very important. I can't tell you, those are three things that are so important to people as they get older and that we all will have, I mean, everybody's eyesight goes and hearing goes after a while, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much. So um, I think that that's really important to note. And of course, long-term care. I, w- I always have to throw that in there anytime, anytime somebody's talking about Medicare. That's not covered. So you need to work with a financial planner like you and you and Jeff help your clients uh, plan for that when they you come up with a retirement plan. Right. This is the part that I love about what we do. You know, Jeff is extremely talented in the investment management side of things and the implications of the taxes. I enjoy a little bit of the softer side of things, of making sure somebody's set up from a medical perspective, making sure that they have a long-term care plan. Yes. doesn't mean necessarily insurance, but what is that plan? Yes. It's the softer side that is impacts the day-to-day of working with people. And so, yeah. Tony, there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to a conclusion about what's right from a Medicare perspective and all the options that are out there for Americans. But I think it's important, like we have said over and over here, is make sure that you take the time especially out of the gate so that you're making that good decision up front. And I'd say partner with a professional and, uh, and that's, uh, helps you keep up with the ever changing benefits and all the things that, uh, that are going out 
from both a, uh, an insurance carrier perspective, but also what the government is impacting. Right. So they all blend together and a professional is the best way yeah. to go about that. Well, I think that's great, Nikki. Great show today. Before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to possibly set up a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Absolutely. So you can call us at 651-842-8406, or you can always visit our website at paladinfinancial.com. We'd love to hear from you. This time of year is such a key time of year as you're planning for 2024 and some of the things that might be coming across uh, across your desk, across your mind. And so give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. It's not quite Thanksgiving, but let me tell you what I'm looking for is the apple pie a la mode. Yes, That's apple the one pie a la well. mode. That right. sounds great. Thanks again, Tony. Thanks, Nikki. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.